I think we're live now. Everybody say hi. Good evening. We're alive too. Hello. All right. Uh, everyone got the memo. Please be on time. Uh, let's see what's on the show today. I'm going to give you a maple syrup update. Uh, also, Lisa scares the crap out of me. We went to the Valley of Fire. The pandemic is still messing things up that you might not be aware of. Also, uh, because we have Sean Alexander on with us, uh, the, the entire Internet may be changed dramatically by the Supreme Court soon. Yeah. We will talk about Ed Kelly and how he is becoming a movie star. And I'll give you a, a Spike and Joe update. Spike may join us later for a bit, uh, but uh, we'll be doing a special program with Spike and Joe. So that's what's coming up. I think that's too long. I think what we really need is about 10 second countdown and we need some special effects. What happened to Lucas films? They were supposed to help us with this. Uh, <laughs> Delusions. Of welcome everybody. Joy. Yeah. So, uh, we, we have a, a fun, a fun evening for you this evening. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. If you're watching us on Facebook, you're like most people. Most people do that. Um, I don't know if Facebook will completely ban us if I say, it's better on YouTube. <gasps> Do you think their algorithms know if I whisper that? <laughs> AI. <laughs> so uh, chat AI. GPT. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I can't answer anything without like authority. They, they've just blacklisted me. But if yeah. you listen to, or if you watch us live on YouTube, then uh, what happens is, well, you can like and subscribe. You get notifications when we're on, and you can watch all the episodes on demand anytime. If you love us on Facebook, what happens is, and this is the thing about Facebook, Facebook is this immediacy thing. Like you go to Facebook to see, what are my friends doing the last day? What did Ed Kelly have for dinner? Uh, and by the <laughs> way, my dogs. grandchildren, yeah, my, my kids, they're not on Facebook. It's... No, it's mostly for seniors. Yeah, yeah. It's become the CB radio of the new. Millennium. Exactly. And what happens <laughs> is, and by the way, this could completely destroy our Facebook numbers. I have a theory that it will. Um, yeah. But what happens is, um, Facebook in a day or so, this gets buried deeper and deeper. And unless you can navigate their maze of going to the person's individual page and feed. Because oh yeah, I want to check that out. But I, I have had a Facebook account now for as long as they've been around, mm -hmm. and I still can't figure out how to switch between things because they keep changing it. Like I have a Bob River show one, which is the main one for the show, and then mm -hmm. I have a Bob Rivers one, and I didn't know the difference. Uh, by Bob Rivers one, when I got five thousand people, it said. No person should have that many friends. And that was it. <laughs> I was done. So we did a Bob River show one which you can have, where you can have as many friends as you want. Yeah. But as soon as you post something on it, 
Facebook says, Yeah, it's so cool you have 100,000 friends. You know, if you give us some money, we'll boost your post, and some of them might see it. <laughs> you got pimped. Well, in other words, I brought you, I think it's like 150,000, I brought you 150,000 people, and you're going to sell them back to me. Yeah. And that's really, and by the way, it's genius. I mean. And they're stealing all the loaves and fishes as they go. <laughs> So anyway, that's why I mentioned at the top of this broadcast, which no one watches this on, by the way. And and we're streamed now on YouTube. We're streamed on Facebook uh, live. We're on demand, uh, of course, on those two places, if you know how to find it. And then the podcast is on every podcast platform there is. And since we started streaming, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have predicted this, since you've been able to see our faces, the audience size has tripled. Wow. That's amazing because these are some old ass faces. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. We must look okay compared to some of you, or it must be, look good. Look how bad they look. Like Lisa and I, anytime we feel old or we feel like we're looking bad, just go to Walmart. Yeah. Seeger did a song about it called Looking Back. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Walmart. I'm a 10 in Walmart. <laughs> You're not a Walmart. <laughs> I'm a four everywhere else. All right. We got a little bit of echo. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't either. Uh, I could, I could find out. It's probably you. Zip. Let's see if it's there. Ah, busted. It's you, <laughs> Zip. Way down inside. Woman, woman. You need. Can I just point out one thing? Yes. Every Every time you tried to connect me, you called my phone. I've been using my new Pixel 7 Pro right. phone as the webcam. So that's why I kept getting disconnected. That's where the technical problem it emanated from your end, Bob. I understand. And, and it still amazes me that Zip makes professional video commercials for a living. <laughs> yes. he's, his phone. he's lit like someone in a horror movie who's about to be. <laughs> What's wrong with my lighting? Oh, oh great. Fantastic. Uh, speaking of that, since we started doing this, I'm I'm now on my Logitech Brio camera. I'm not on the yeah, 4K DSLR because the DSLR would have to be right here in in order, you know what I mean? And, and my I have this big computer screen. So I haven't figured out all this stuff yet. Uh so anyway, um uh, being in a drone, I know him. Yeah. But I, to finish the preamble. Uh, we appreciate you being here live. We'll also, uh, we have our web developer who does not like to be on the stream. There he is, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he um, when you send your comments to us, uh, when you like and comment and do all of that, uh, he will put them up sometimes. Uh, and of course, they'll all uh, live in infamy on uh, Zuckerberg's servers. Yesterday. And the Google verse. Yeah. 1941. Now, Ed, your, your mic volume just went down. Uh-oh. What oh, went down? That's better. That's no. better. You're, You're a voiceover talent, Ed. Proximity This is what Ed does for a living. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was doing old school radio. Yesterday, <laughs> the 
December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. You said infamy, and it just was a cue. I'm sorry. Let's begin the show with the big news. Ed sent us a link last week that he was starring in a movie. And um, he felt he was typecast as a Canadian, which I believe is true. (laughs) Because you were a hockey coach, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And... um, and by the way, I had no idea this was coming, and I love Ed, and and he's had a storied career over the years, worked with famous people, um, you know, been on radio coast to coast and does commercials. Um, someday we got to tell the Bell Tire story, but I don't know if we'll do it tonight. Okay. Is that, yeah, that got squashed, right? I think, I, I, haven't, was, seen, I haven't seen the publication, but I'll let you know. Okay. So uh, Ed sends us this movie that he's in, and I thought, oh, you know, and, and by the way, when someone sends you something, you know, often it's, this is what I had for dinner last night or something boring. <laughs> and I, I said, well, I got to watch this because Ed is, uh, you know, he's a big, he's a big major talent, and uh, I'm so happy he's got a film role. So it's him basically Teaching sex ed, is that right? Yes. As a coach. Yes. Making, you got to turn up your mic a little bit. I was a substitute teacher, yes. Okay, substitute gym teacher. Well, a substitute health class teacher. Coach filling in, hockey coach filling in. And the opening (laughs) lines were, (laughs) penis, vagina, (laughs) sperm, (laughs) egg, you know. Right. And then I, I, I proceed to give, read the riot act to these young boys about how to wrap that rascal or lose it. Wrap that rascal. Yeah. So you were basically tell, and you were telling young boys, you know, we know you're going to have sex, so but just be careful not yeah. to have a baby. Right. Yeah. And then the next part of the film, I, I, by the way, who had sex education in school? Raise your hand. I was sex ed. They called me that. Sex ed. I love it. <laughs> so we all had it in school. Whose parents and a comedian did this on stage the, the other night, uh, and it was amazing the statistics. Whose parents never had the talk with them about sex because they figured it was taken care of at school? Raise your hand. Wow, seventy-five percent. Wow. In a very scientific poll of what, old white guys. What a mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what it was? We were Catholic, no, and my I, parents... I wasn't. You. Uh, my parents and I never talked about sex for our entire lives. They never had sex after you. We're crying out loud. <laughs> they were... No, I, I'm the oldest of eight, so yes, they did. Okay. Um, how, about, how about you, Zip? Uh, no, never. My mother was from Topeka, Kansas. She was stoic and, you know, anything that made her uncomfortable, she avoided the topic like crazy. And that was a major topic to avoid. Right. Entirely. So she, so similar in that she never, like said anything, gave you any advice, or even acknowledged that such a thing as sex existed. I mean, seriously, that's how it was with my parents. I could barely get, uh, your father was attractive, 
out of her. I remember I was like, why did you marry dad? And she said, well, he was attractive. And I said, I've never heard you say anything remotely close to that. She was you mean, extremely stoked. You noticed such a thing? <laughs> wow. She was very, very uh, uh, provincial, I guess. But that buttoned word? up, Victorian? Yes, really yeah. buttoned up. Not Victorian, but just very stoic. That's, Why that's do you think word. that is, by the way, that they... Uh, I mean, now, you know, well, certainly they would, if they could have known the internet was coming, they all would have committed Harry Carey knowing what was coming <laughs> down the pipe. <laughs> well, for one thing, Bob, if they showed any kind of sexual desire, they'd drill a hole in the top of their head, you know, give them a lobotomy for even doing such a thing or put them away in a cage. She's not going to bring home a baby. But interestingly, Zanger or, or prevention. Yeah, eventually he did. Yeah. My my mother was a flight attendant, and my father was a, a pilot, and well, they met was, in the airlines. She was a trite <laughs> tramp. Come on. Okay. Flight attendant. Larry King. Who do you think you're trying to fool? Flight attendant. Hey, honey, where's my drink? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All respect to your mom. Uh, with, yeah, with no respect for your mom. She was. With, she was a wonderful lady. She was. And so was mine. Mine was a saint, Susan Angel. She went right. St. Peter was like, just get in here. Right yeah, I recognize your face. It's no and problem. mine was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Complete with the accent. Oh, Eddie, you're no right in the head. Sean, you had parents who actually <laughs> talked to you about the facts of life. That's right. My dad did take me aside. Gave me the gave me the talk just dad not dad and mom no not dad and mom they were say? divorced at this time okay they were, they were separated. How many, they're not going to get together for this then yeah no. how many from a divorced family while we're doing the scientific polls here you know 50 i figure uh, see i'm using your methodology here yeah the scientific, yeah oh, yeah not by cho choice though my uh, uh mother's original husband was killed in the war was lost in the war and my father did get divorced. So what am I, half? Step divorced? What does, <laughs> wait a minute. I don't know. What, what does that, that even I mean? I don't know what you call that. Good evening, Martin. What does that mean? No, no. I was just, you know. What? Well, she was a widower and then was divorced. But you're, when, right. when you were growing up. She was married. Both my parents were married before they got married. But my mother's original husband was lost oh, that, in the no, war. My father divorced his first wife. Your parents, the it parents, the parents that sired you did not divorce, right? Yeah, I guess yes. The fact All that they right. have divorce yes. in their history—that's like saying back yeah. in grade yeah. school you were a slut. No, yeah, I, I don't was, think that counts. <laughs> he was yeah. sired. Do we have to? Well, do we have to refer yeah. to him as sire now? Yeah. But it, My father it was put being... out to stud. And, uh... <laughs> sure. Okay. And Sean, your dad had to talk with you. Uh, how explicit was he? Was he fairly specific? or was He, he was very specific. Okay. Yeah. Don't play hide the weenie. <laughs> no, was... it was not. Don't. Be careful how you do. Oh, be Sean, if, you, you... if you're going to take the skin bus to Tuna Town, be sure to close the doors <laughs> That's right. on the bus. Okay. I'm actually doing. glad you joined this program, Sean. <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, yeah. Would someone please pull my finger? That's, uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so this film that Ed's in, 
uh, where he plays the substitute teacher teaching sex ed. Pull the goalie. Yes. The, the next thing that happens in this film is the kid that he was lecturing about not getting someone pregnant is married and trying to get someone pregnant. Correct. Well, no, and, actually, I, it's the young man, and I have a talk yeah. with him, and I give him the dog tags and all that. And then they segue into him as an adult, yes. Right. And then so, but the whole movie is about they couldn't have kids and he was trying to get pregnant. So his wife is sitting there and she's looking at the pregnancy test and she's disappointed. And I'm like, wait a minute. I was confused in the film because I was like, no, you don't want to have a baby, right? And then the whole thing <laughs> turned out to be about couples who have trouble conceiving. Right? Infertility, yeah, which my yeah. brother experienced in his marriage. Yeah. And it's a heavy duty uh, thing with that. I, yes. I know a few people have been through that. And my niece. So, was, yeah. so I watched this whole movie about infertility for, for this many reasons because once Ed's part was done, yeah. I kept thinking, <laughs> how are they going to bring back? The sex ed teacher. And you never came back in the movie. <laughs> I wasn't bookended, no. I, no. I open a lot of movies, actually. And then they, and I go away. Yeah. And I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an accomplishment? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, friendly? I'm just saying. Oh. In, the, in the old days, you, you knew if there was a black guy in the first five minutes, he was going to get it. That's right. the guy that was right. going to get it in the movies. Just the way okay. Hollywood worked. So, now, uh, is... is, is is that short going to be like at Sundance or anything? Are they entering it? What are they? What's the final they've all, end they've use? Already, they've already had it. It's on YouTube. Uh, you can you can bring it up. So they're doing it that way. But they're what they're really looking to do is parlay that short into a full length feature. Okay. So. Ah. So it's a it's a demo. Okay. And you're up for uh, are you up for a TV series too? Did you say something? Uh, I uh, there is a pilot that I talked to the producer about today. They want to do a male a version of Sex in the City. And uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they said, "How how are you about sexuality?" I thought, uh, "Can we explain? <laughs> can you can you extra? Can you elucidate? Can you expand on that a little bit?" Well, yeah. how do you feel about nudity? And I'm going, uh, my, "My own or others?" Yeah. yeah well, well, yeah. you've seen me naked. Well, that's another story. Um, he said, "There is implied sex, and then there there is some nudity." And I went full frontal. He said, uh, "No, no full for chest and butt, I buttocks." Said, yeah, yeah, buttocks. yeah. I said, ah, "I'm an artist. You know, I draw unemployment if I don't take this gig." Sure. I, I I don't know about you, but I don't consider buttocks nudity. No, it's the. Yeah. I mean, you if if the girls can walk around a thong, I'm not that that's something I'm prone to doing. I'm not talking about my weekends, but during the week, um, I don't see any shame in that. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that the the body is a shameful thing. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm a are you trying either. to gear yourself up to be more of a f more doing film than voice work? Or, uh, now that AA, AI is going to do all the voice work? Well, What's AA it? would help too, but uh, yeah. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> AI... <laughs> well, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really precarious time to be expanding on a film career because celluloid has gone... Well, Zip is the expert on this. He'll, he'll tell you celluloid is, is going the way of all flesh and everything's digital. Not that that stops the movies, but CGI combined with AI, they are not going to have movie stars. They will make their own Cary Grants. They will make their own Jimmy Stewart's. You know, they'll give up, they'll say, yeah. And they'll move it's plots true. around on a graph and they'll give them inflections and they'll know exactly Wait, how to plot that You think even stuff. movie stars are threatened? Oh, yeah. This is, this, is, uh, this is revolution. Have you been on chat, GPT? 
Yeah, I do think some of it is hype. I mean, a huh. whole lot of a whole lot of what human beings do in media yeah. is talk about how this is going to destroy that. Mm -hmm. and um and in radio it happened <laughs> um not really oh actually i think radio is stronger than ever really? let's see what is radio michael woodhouse says depends on the posterior yeah you're there is some that is nudity thank you my yeah. god what do you uh, uh, like you're what is radio to you to me it's audio entertainment is there a shortage of audio that's like saying and remember this hair. was said remember this was said okay that digital cameras would destroy the film industry and they did did they destroy picture taking so um you know podcasting and uh, the internet have made it challenging to put up a tower on top of a mountain and broadcast mm. to a 50 mile radius and sell advertising spots mm. but did it hurt audio entertainment and the movie theaters are struggling right now. If you get in your car and go yep. see a film that someone spent $300 million making, but is there a shortage of stuff on your TV that some of the golden age best entertainment ever made? So uh, I, I, to, to think that the actors will be destroyed, they're human beings who are stars. And right? so is Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give you a score on that one, <laughs> but, but hey, Fred couldn't, yeah, Fred couldn't do a personal appearance. Uh, and I, I, as much as you're right, there'll be a lot of that. Uh, I, I don't think that, I don't think the human, like podcasting AI could conceivably create a podcast about four old white guys discussing their medical problems and consulting with a lawyer on what the Supreme Court might do. It would not have our history. <laughs> you know where radio is getting yeah. banged up? Radio is getting banged up because of the on demand instant gratification aspect of it. You know what I mean? Especially for music formats. Yeah. 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 Although yeah. I don't. Essentially, I, I, that's. And I think radio. I think radio committed Harry Carey by removing personalities and and automating so much and computerizing so much because the remaining personalities, like our friend B.J. Shea, like my dear departed friend Dory Monson, uh, like your uh, friend Mitch Album that you're on with in Detroit, uh, you know some of the big guys, and yeah, a lot of them are right wing talk show hosts, but that's because that's what works with the advertisers that are still left. And the aging white male audience that is still left um and and the stars are still the stars i people will always want people to be stars name besides fred flintstone everybody <laughs> is a star <laughs> yeah <laughs> name name a huge star name a bunch of huge stars that are fake and not real people uh max headroom uh, yeah, fine. And Max's time Sean. has come and gone, pretty yeah. much like where's the beef? Yeah, but that that was the precursor. Yeah, let's let's have Sean weigh in. I know we're not to the legal segment yet, but well, I know no. you, you always have very interesting. Well, first, first I was going to talk about the radio aspect. Is that the things that are still going, and then I see it is traffic and sports. Yeah, mm, and gambling. Those, and, yeah. and well, yeah. Well, my daughter does try timely information, oh, really? timely yeah. information. I mean, current time. things you can't time shift. That's right. right. 
Or you can, right. but you don't want to. Because yeah. they're not yeah, relevant. Right. The Super Bowl. I watched it live with the commercials. It's the only thing. Event television left. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and by the way, I think, like I said, I, I think that's coming back. I think that I, well, we did a show a few weeks ago about Spotify or YouTube or any of them. All you got to do, like we're doing this show now for people that are watching it. We're doing it inside of a television sh- studio that exists within a web browser. Literally all the technology we need to do this is inside a web browser. And it's subscription model. The company's making a ton of dough. And I can, I mean, I don't get fancy with it because I, I don't care, but I mean, I could do this. Hey, <laughs> I like that. You, you don't get fancy. <laughs> Here hey, it comes. Well, it should be okay. like this. Zip, you remember, remember when you got left by the roadside all those years ago? <laughs> yes. right. I just felt a chill room. up my spine when he did that. <laughs> you know what this makes me feel like? <laughs> Which makes me Real. feel like I'm on the EIB radio network. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, but Bob, you're missing Awful. one important oh, aspect, and that, of course, is a gold microphone. <laughs> and I, of course, am having the back of this stitched with EIB in the weeks to come as soon as I can find a Guatemalan lady with a very, very cheap rate. That's awesome. Uh, uh, by the way, you see how this works? Um, this is a merit-based system. Whichever one of you is kicking ass, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the whole screen. How's that? I can do all. <laughs> Zip is like, just let me go back to sleep. And, and, and we have got to unionize tonight. <laughs> we have to unionize tonight. All right. Call the but shop my, steward. All in favor, my, through the chair. Sure. Uh, my point is uh, that if uh, here here we can create a television show and make it on demand without having to go knock on a door without having to meet a tv producer without having to sell someone without having to pitch it and get a time slot sleep with the gm all of that and it's it's a cool sleep with the gm (laughs) pd that wouldn't work for any of us by the way no no (laughs) do you know anybody to slept their way to the top anybody Never throw my lips or seals. Can't comment. Oh, you do? Okay. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No. I'm not. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Sorry. Yeah. I know Jimmy Carter died, but I'm still in spotlight. Did Jimmy pass away? Yeah. Yes, he did. Oh, shoot. Oh, he did? Yeah. Hospice? Oh. Yeah. I heard last I heard he was, he yeah. just went to hospice. No, that was, the, I, I know I heard it. And that was the first voice I ever did for Howard Stern. And that's why I went, what? Wait a minute. No. My phone my just told me. Dying off. Hold on. Let me check my notification. Oh, tr- trust me. It's, you, can, you can Google it, you know. <laughs> I could Google it, but my phone always tells me everything. before. Like my phone got... Um, I no, had that's taped Lisa. Delayed. Yeah, I think you're a little confused there, Bob. <laughs> We're going to get to that. <laughs> I don't Lisa, see anything about... All right, Jimmy Carter, hold with on. Blonde hair. The phone has no hair. <laughs> Hang on. Jimmy Carter. Watch, up comes liver pills or something. No, he's just entered hospice. Seriously, dude. Really? I th- I, yeah, I, Paul I, was just I walking across Abbey Road fake, with bare feet. Fake news. He, he fake wasn't news. dead. I, what made you think that? 
my sister uh, was watching TV, and I kind of glanced by, and I, I heard he had been in hospice for so long, and I just, my mind deduces things as I'm working. Yeah. Martin, Martin said, at the time I turned you guys on, Jimmy was still alive. Okay. <laughs> and here's the thing, though. The spoiler alert is turn off your phone if you ever don't want to know something. Yeah. yeah. So, Ignorance uh, is bliss. But but Jimmy obviously great man. If you watch this program on demand, mm. he may be uh yeah. And uh by the way, great man, first president I ever terrible president, but a good man, yes. Yes. What would you what do you think, Sean? Oh, he's the first president I voted for. First time I voted. Yeah. Uh, setting aside all liberal and conservative stuff and all, all of that, um uh, I did some reading about his presidency, and of course, this at this time, it's going to be pretty fair and balanced. He did accomplish uh, quite a few things, uh, but his pr approval sunk on the Iranian hostage uh, crisis. The and you don't think there. somebody screwed with him on that one? <laughs> yeah. That they, that they, that they kind of, that was a, kind of a dirty trick to make him look bad? I, well, who would do that in politics? <laughs> Everybody <never> happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I look at the sum total of a guy's life and what a good man he was. Mm -hmm. You got me thinking that by the time people hear this, he might've passed. So I need to talk like he has. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, I look at a guy like that and I don't care what party you're in. I think he's a great, great man and, and was probably a great president. And I think when he passes away, yeah, only then will you read some honest uh, reporting of it because I, I, I don't think you're going to turn on Fox and go, all no. the ways Jimmy Carter screwed things up <laughs> and created a situation where Biden could exist. You should actually do that as Rush Limbaugh. Anybody, anybody who befriended Greg Allman and the Allman Brothers Band as a promotional vehicle when he was campaigning for president is okay by me. I saw and him in Carter Providence. That, at really? the, yeah, I saw yeah. him at the Providence Civic Center. He came up for the almonds dead, and you know, I'm running. I'm Jimmy Carter. Yeah. I'm running for president. It was really cool. Cool. Guy. I saw him like uh, you know a video of him a couple of years ago. Like still, like he's ninety billion years old and still out there hammering wood to help build uh, a habitat. So, yeah. If yeah, I had a hammer, I'd work for humanity. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> you've got the whole screen now see no, this, is, this is a subtle thing i'm doing here that we want you have the whole screen you are on the spot now i've got a bell and i've got a song sing and this this, this has gotten rusty but it was the very first one i did for howard stern when he was in detroit because his sucked and i knew he needed help oh so you actually did th that voice for howard yeah Oh, cool. Uh, at W4. I mean, not, uh, over the phone, not on the air because they it. changed format. Got it. Okay. Um, a couple of things. Let's let's move uh, to our next topic. I'm a terrible driver. I agree. <laughs> Everyone, every one of you has been in the car with me. Speak, speak your mind. You speak like a truck. You, you drive like a truck driver. I had a girlfriend whose dad had a 20 speed transmission. And you don't have those speeds, but you still drive like you do. On, yeah. off, on, off. <laughs> I, 
I found it was more rhythm related. Was it? With these tapping on the... <laughs> Sean's pedal. right. I never <laughs> thought of that. Uh, yeah. Sean's absolutely right. Thank you for... <laughs> you're not defending me. You're throwing me under the bus. But No, I'm just saying how it is. Well, he and, good and, bad. and you should know this. I, uh, and I don't know if this is abnormal or if Zip has this, but Zip has obviously gone to take a pee break. That happens. <laughs> you I'm get adjusting. four old white guys this old. and That's Did you right. have to go take a pee break? No, I'm adjusting Water. the camera angle. Oh, okay. I'm working on, oh, I thought you were adjusting. I'm working on the visuals. So I, I, um, I don't know if Zip will back this up because he's a musician, but I always have music running through my head. I would say literally, I don't know how much of the day, but whenever, I, like not now when I'm talking in a conversation. Right. But whenever your mind is, but whenever I'm doing something meditative, like driving or hiking, or sitting around daydreaming, there's, in fact, the strangest songs just pop out of nowhere, and then uh, you know they're called earworms. Zip, do you always have music in your head? Uh, not all the time. It's dangerous for me to to listen to music when I'm driving, though, because I have a tendency to accelerate. Okay, I do. But Sean nailed it because that's what I'm doing. When I'm driving, I'm going, you know, um, he's hearing footstomp of music. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Another one rides the bus. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and I, by the way, I only dream in parody. So uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, but, but so someone will go, why are you taking your foot on and off the pedal? And I'm like, because it's my kick drum. Um, and, and I do that. <laughs> Only Bob can take a vehicle that gets 50 miles to the gallon and get it down to 12. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Uh, but anyway, as bad of, of a driver as I am, um, I love my wife and I'm her chauffeur. She's, uh, she's a horrible driver and a worse passenger. Um, she, wow. she overhears this. She might come. It was, yeah. I don't think I was she just would, wondering that. Yeah. Did I'm waiting for a right I, now? A frying pan to come into this picture and hear cloon. At this point, I've had a terminal illness, so there's. I I even said this to her yesterday. You know, there's really nothing you could do to scare me anymore. Um, So (laughs) I'm actually back in the deck, Rivers. I'm I'm a little uh, because you know I've already looked at down the abyss. Um, No, but hear me out. Yesterday we went to the Valley of Fire. Anyone who's been to Vegas might know what the Valley of Fire is. There's Red Rock Canyon, which is tremendous uh, park with great hiking. The Valley of Fire is in Nevada. And I said it right, by the way. I keep saying Nevada. I am the Valley of Fire, and I say Nevada. (laughs) 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 I want you to burn, 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 burn. No. You went to the Valley of Fire. And we went to the Valley of Fire. And if you've never heard of this, you know, it, the ones, uh, Bryce Canyon and Zion National Park, the ones in Utah get all of the uh, publicity. Uh, but the the Valley of Fire is pretty cool and very much in league with these places. And Lisa said, as she always says, because we've been all over the globe, you never take me anywhere. And I just <laughs> where do you want to go? And she saw this, you know, um, and I, God bless her, because she sees things. Yeah. Like, if I say, hey, this is a good movie. No, I don't want to see it. It's probably crap. But if someone on CBS Good Morning says it's a good movie, 
then you know we're going to see it. And so someone on TV showed the Valley of Fire, and she said, "I'm going to go to the Valley of Fire." I'm like, "Okay, we'll go." And then she said, "The three words I fear most: I'm going to drive." And I thought, da, da, da. <laughs> "I said, that okay, is the and <laughs> yeah." And so she drove. And, and here's the thing: as bad as I am, and I admit I'm an admitted bad driver, mm-hmm. I am the second worst driver in my marriage. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the math. That's real easy. <laughs> Lisa, all of this within one day, can drive with her knees, eat, surf the web, and make videos in a moving vehicle while doing all of the other things. Oh, look at that valley of fire. That is gorgeous. Hang on. <laughs> I'm like, meep, meep. And by the way, I use the argument that never works in any marriage. Uh, three of us are married now. You're cohabitating. Actually, two of us are married to cohabitating, but this argument never works. How would you feel if I did that? <laughs> Ever work? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I'm like, and it was, and it was, she was like, she's actually used this phrase too. She's like, I have the skill. You don't. <laughs> well, and... you know, there is science behind what she's claiming, though, because the hemispheres on the female brain allegedly talk to each other and network far better than the male brain. So we're left or right and, and never twain shall meet, whereas they're able to combine. To be continued when we have brain scientist John Medina on the show. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's not. Uh, I mean, there, I'm sure there's differences. I've, hope, I've hope, actually heard yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that the election was stolen. <laughs> Come on. Come yeah. on. There's anyway, no equation so, there. So we get there, and, and literally I'm frazzled by the time we get there. And uh, But I also know that, so when I drive, here, here's the thing. I'm a people pleaser, so when I'm driving, I, I am on my best behavior when she's in the car. She's not in the car. You're a smart I'm man. tapping away to uh, the best beat music of all time. But if she's in the car, every moment I'm trying to make it a smooth ride for her. And she's essentially taunting me at this point because she's enjoying <laughs> <laughs> that I'm uncomfortable. I love, uh, love that girl. Oh, but we get there. And I'm going to uh, use a picture of the Valley of Fire. And by the way, this is exciting uh, for me because I'm about to go to New England. So to get a really cool hike in and and do that was fun and we we took a three mile hike amongst some of the most beautiful boulders ever i mean and uh, mountain vistas and the rocks are orange you know how you've seen pictures of bryce and and, and red rock uh, canyon just absolutely we just kept whipping out our cameras i've got a, a zillion pictures and it was it was just Freaking awesome. Just wonderful. And uh, well, you realize yeah. who the ultimate artist is when you see that kind of stuff, don't you? God. Yeah. No one ever says that. You just did. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for noticing that, John. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's not like, good evening. Look at this beautiful canyon. You should go. You know, God made that. It doesn't happen. Um, 
so uh, so it was great and it was perfect temperatures and we headed back and i just thought about well i believe and make maple syrup i uh, announced a few days ago that i was making maple syrup mm -hmm. and so i should say that everyone in, thinks i'm already in vermont because we're pre-selling the syrup but hank is making it and i join him saturday and Have I was been thinking helping like, him virtually, though. Have you not been assisting? Oh, I'm. I we call it SAP TV. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> well, SAP we have a, no. We have a camera set up at the farm, uh, and I can't believe the wonderful people who bought the farm. And I'm glad I didn't buy the farm because last year it looked like I was going to buy the farm. <laughs> <I'm laughing laughs> Pull now. my finger again on that joke. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the people who 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 purchased the farm said we would like to find a way to keep the tr what? He's laughing at the dad jokes. I'm just thinking. <laughs> well, no. And SAP TV, it's right up there with Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> yeah. SAP TV. Well, <laughs> let me show you this, though. Seriously, let's see if you can see that. Uh, that is a maple syrup uh, sap releaser. There is a pump. That pump and, and and I'll I'll get a picture or something, uh, but anyway I can watch the sap flowing and and going into the tank. Hank and I can tell each other when it's time to do it, and also you have I mean, eyes on every aspect of that operation. Well, because because during the pandemic I had to do it as a one man show, right? And it's really a three man job. So there is Hank. Oh, I wish I could just uh, hello. There's Hank. In the syrup room right now, walking around, boiling boiling sap as we speak on my phone. Another member of the sap cartel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are those are those cameras? Do you have the notices on your that you're recording live all the time? So yeah. when someone's in your sap room, that they know that they're on video. No, or, um, but my lawyer should draw up a release form. So you, know, you put a sign on the entry. Is what? Yeah, you, have. you really should. So we had no, you posted really about thank you about the because you are <laughs> under surveillance. We had posted about the maple syrup. Um, uh, thank you, Robert. Uh, Robert ordered some. We had posted about it and, and pre-selling it an amount that we think is probably what we're going to get for the season, and it's more than half sold already. So if you're interested, uh, you know, feel free. Um, well, I'm in Canada. Be honest I can get it on the black market. You can. You can get it at Costco cheaper. There's a million ways to get it cheaper. Um, but, well, uh, I know how they make corporate syrup. Reveal, Bob. Risk your life. <laughs> oh, I meant to do this. So, uh, maybe I don't want to say anything. Oh. It's all good syrup. It's all wonderful. But these are this is small batch syrup, so each day is how the tree was feeling that day yes when they and when the, the big in the cradle in the silver spoon <laughs> little boy blue and a man in the moon <laughs> sorry i stuffed the dish when the dough in my shirt <laughs> well when the small farms make it you tap the trees you boil that down you do take some of the water out of the sap using a process called reverse osmosis but some not a ton the big factory farms take almost all the water out and then they boil it for an abbreviated period of time. And then it all goes into a big, ugly warehouse. And eventually they, when, before they send it to Costco, 
I'm actually yes. doing a sell job here. Before they send it to Costco, they blend it so it's all the same color and it has product consistency. Yes. <laughs> it's still maple syrup. It still has the same sugar content. Um, the locals feel that by boiling for longer, you caramelize it more and you get a better taste. And almost everyone who has bought I'm a big fan Bob of Bob and Lisa's maple syrup. <laughs> Plug, plug. I don't know. Get me started with a new toy. <laughs> anyway, yes. uh, but it, it, you've had it. You've all had it. So. Oh yeah, it's you good. Know. It's, it's good. You sound good. like you sound like the Vermont version of Walter White. As far as <laughs> Jeff's Walter White, Breaking don't Bad. You, Breaking hold on, hold on, Ed. Before you do this, I know this is going to be good, so I'm going to give you the full screen, <laughs> like the like a Super Bowl commercial. I've got What's maple your partner's syrup. name? Uh, Hank. Okay. Hank. Don't you understand? We have a cook. We have a fan outside, and we have a customer base. I make the best product available. Do you understand the purity of what I've got? It's not blue. It's not gray. It's clear. <laughs> it's the best there is. Now get over here and get the cook done. Damn it. Okay. Good one, like Brian. The Super Bowl commercial was the other guy telling him to make different kinds of Doritos. I don't remember what it was, but it was kind of it was just entertaining. Jesse. Jesse. Jesse I interviewed that actor once who did Jesse, by the way. Jesse Pinkman, uh, right? Uh, yes, thank you. It, yeah. He was he was amazing. I he was my favorite character in the show. Chops. We've got chops. Yeah. 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 Uh, he had another movie out. I don't think it I don't think it did much, but uh cool out, Bob. Yeah. Okay. You know it's it's tough. You have that kind of a character that, you know, imposing a character to lose that when you go for yeah. casting for other stuff. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. It's like being Leonard Nimoy. I'm sorry. Spock. What did you say? Yeah. Who was Leonard Nimoy? What show was he on, Bob? I don't recall. Did he have gonna... round ears, pointy ears, square ears? What ears did he have? Sure. Were they big and black like yours are now, Bob? All right. Let's bring on uh, Sean's official portion of the show because there's a couple things we want to update with with Sean Alexander, yes. our attorney friend. Also, by the way, Spike may or may not pop in at some point, uh, uh, but the news about Bob, Spike, and Joe is we're going to do uh, – Joe had fun the last few times, and so Bob, Spike, and Joe, we're going to do a couple of nostalgia uh, shows where we tell some stories. And, uh, and I think that Spike and Joe and I will record one this week. And uh, fingers crossed, uh, that'll all come together. So uh, Sean uh, Alexander has been on the show a few times talking about various, just giving us perspective on legal issues. And as a long-term, decades uh, friend, long friend and nice attorney, that is a phrase. <laughs> it's a thing. It's an actual thing. He doesn't have a bruise on his nose from chasing ambulances. With empathy, who cares about people? Again, yes. a full sentence that actually exists. <laughs> uh, and anyway, we have been helping this friend of mine, Mark, who's a who's a, a subcontractor handyman type that I met out here in Vegas. And I knew that Mark was struggling financially, as um, yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of people in this country that struggle financially. I usually don't get to know any of them. Um, you oh, know. Gilligan. <laughs> yes. Gilligan, bring Bob another drink. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I just got to, to like this guy, and then he, he and then he explained that he hadn't 
he was off the grid. He was hand to mouth. He's taking care of his um, his hospice, almost hospice. Uh, I think his mom has whatever she has. You know what a lot of old moms have. Anyway, I don't want to get personally into her, but he he told me at one point he had had to do cash, couldn't have a bank account. Mm. He has one of those month by month phones, and when he someone gives him a check, right? When someone gives him a check, he has to go down to the um, check cashing service. Where they take, 25%. I think he said eight percent. Eight percent is higher than that. I think is it's it higher than that? Yeah. No, yeah, they're they're bandits. My brother used to run one of those places. Your brother's a bandit. <laughs> well, he's a nice reform guy now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. And so, how predatory. do those work, Sean? So predatory. Pardon me. How do those work? Uh, they basically just take people that don't have the credentials to get their check cashed and skim a ton of money off them, right? Skim's a harsh word. Yes. They cover their infrastructure <laughs> costs. Yeah. <laughs> Is vig a harsh word, too? It's there. They get their vig. Uh, <laughs> the that's vig a traditional front. word. That's, that, that has a traditional meaning. Okay. Anyway, vig. so. Oh, so hey, he... you want the vig up front or what? You want to stay alive? You want to you want a meal? You want me to save your broken leg of lamb? What the hell? Calm it. <laughs> Come on, calm. Bring me another drink, damn it. I got to deal with these assholes. <laughs> you should stay on the mic uh, when you're doing these voices when you're at your sister's house. Yes. Your other, your other mic, this mic is made for pop stars who are singing. This mic is made for pop stars. <laughs> and Bob, you ain't one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When you go off mic, you, you completely disappear. Yeah, what I'm trying to sideways, though. <laughs> so. so. Uh, anyway, so we uh, have been on with an accountant, Jeremy, who's a, a, a great viewer of this program and listener and Sean, and basically steered uh, Mark to getting right with the IRS. I helped him with some of the computer stuff. And just so you know, the update, because it's an ongoing story, like when we had Tammy hiking the Appalachian Trail. Um, he's credentialed now. He's got a Social Security account can look at what was reported that he made over the years. Any of you can do this if you have an SSA.gov, I believe. And then I did the harder one with him, which is the IRS as a website. And this is relatively new. Hmm. Instead of mailing to get the documents, which Sean had talked about, you can actually do it on your computer. Although, in order for you to get an IRS, I think it's IRS.gov, they have you set up a me.com id id.com or something like that you'll find it out and to do that you got to look in your computer's webcam and it scans your face yep, like takes your coordinates eight different ways for mm -hmm. a long time mm -hmm. and then it searches its database for known pictures of you and it's the government Although they probably make a deal with Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. And that should be surprising to you. Why? Right. No, no. Because, <laughs> because information has value and we're surrendering all of our information. It's being bought and sold at will by these Internet companies. We'll get to the Internet part of this. So I, I just want to update you on Mark. So it turns out the IRS has all, all of his records, all of his 1099s for the last 10 years, which is the amount of time I think the statute of limitations covers. So they have... Uh, I believe, and we'll check with Jeremy. So I believe they have everything he needs to file amended tax returns. The statute of limitations, well, how does three, that happen? 
three years on, well, three years on getting money back, the money yes. he could have gotten as a refund, he's given as a gift to the United States government. Oh, he, he worked for some companies and they took out taxes and kept them. And, you know, it, it, this is the nature of taxes. Yeah. They will be paid. And you will die. I don't know if you've heard that expression. <laughs> Definitely. <death. laughs> oh. George right, Bailey, words, you're worth more dead than alive. And, and for anyone that didn't hear the program, the thing that triggered this was oh, he was a bartender and they said, you owed a whole bunch of money on our estimated tips and he didn't have the money. And he yeah. was just afraid of the IRS, which a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. I, I am too, which is why I'm a wimp who never tries to get away with anything. Um, that's how I handled it and also paid other people to do the work for me. Hmm. Gilligan. Yes, go ahead. Do the thing. How <laughs> <laughs> would never run from the IRS. You only walk very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your back is one of my favorite characters of all time. Oh, Magoo, you've done it again. You've done it again. Yes. Roadhog. So, so anyway, that's the update, Sean. We're at the point now where, um, I think he has to sit down with an accountant and just bang out file those taxes. And yes. it might it might cost a little bit. I mean, <laughs> trade him it'll for be, some money. It'll be worth it. He'll make. Yeah. He'll get enough money back that yeah, he would yeah. pay the accountant. So uh, that's the update on that, and we'll keep you posted. And if you, uh, why do my lips not sync with the words? I've got a camera and a lighting issue today, and I'm not gonna worry about it. But there is something going on i'm not using my dslr pretend it's the moon I, shot i felt bad that my camera always looks so much better than zips <laughs> <laughs> so he downgraded i downgraded it <laughs> it's a work in progress i think zips look fine anyway so sean the other stuff to talk keep about talking. Uh, you guys keep talking i'll be back in a second right. uh-oh I'll All right. Back. Well, gonna, so I smell you revenge. Asked me, yes. Okay. <laughs> you asked me a couple of questions. Yes, Sean. No, you're no, right. no um, revenge. And and so the and and one of them was uh, about things that are still messed up that I see from the pandemic. Yes. Even though no one's hardly anyone's wearing masks now, and it, it has more not, to do than just masking. Yeah. There, but there are things. There were. Let's get rid of. Well, I, let, let me give you first yeah. a practical one. Okay. Uh, the amount of labor, our labor pool got shrunk. It got shrunk all of a sudden. And some of those people aren't coming back. So what happens is we can't get the kind of services. Have you tried to get a building permit done? Because yeah. the building industry got hit pretty hard and the regulatory industry over the top of that, getting building permits, getting inspections, that is terrible. That's still strongly affected. It's still a cluster. Yeah. Hmm. Deliveries. Deliveries. Now, FedEx has a big excuse or a big, uh, what do they call it, guarantee. Mm -hmm. And I had to get some stuff to a judge in Arizona. And there's big books full of stuff. And I have to get it there two weeks ahead of time. And so... Two weeks and three days, I put it in overnight. I paid several hundred dollars to have it there. It took a week and a half. And so then I thought, okay, well, at least they got the guarantee, so I get my money back. And I give all that paperwork to my wife, and she says, oh, they suspended the guarantee during the, 
the pandemic. During the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, had I wanted to be a week late, I would have paid 20 bucks. <laughs> um, so those are, the, those are the, the, the specific things. Here's one that's overarching, and I predicted it a long time ago. We measure the basis of wealth and value of property based on their income. And that income requires us to be able to uh, either foreclose on the property if we need to or evict tenants. But those are court-ordered processes in most cases. I'm directly involved with that. When the pandemic hit, they stopped doing that. And they took some time and they redrafted the rules for landlord-tenant laws, at least in Washington state, Hmm. where we had three lengths of notice. Now we have 14 different lengths of notice. Even so the guys who've been kick doing someone out. This was one of the pandemic things. You can't really evict exactly. someone and that's still going on. Yes, it's still going on, but that not only did it change, but they changed the rules. And because they changed the rules, people don't know what they're doing. And that includes the judges. I mean, and we in Washington provided a new service that says if you're facing an eviction, you're entitled to an attorney, just like a criminal would be entitled to an attorney. So they put this process in, in place, but they don't really have the infrastructure for it to happen. Mm. But it's still, because the process is in place, people can't get the evictions through the courts as quickly. You know, and, and, and everybody's screwed in that scenario, right? Because the guy who owns the place probably can't, can't you know, make his nut because he's not, he's not liquid because... He's not being paid, and the guy that isn't working hasn't got the rent. It's you know it's everybody gets screwed. Yeah. Here's here's the other thing: the it's bank can't too. foreclose. No, not legally. The bank can't foreclose. So what we did is we took our value, how we value property, and we trashed it. So hmm. now, if you're a landlord, you can't collect the rent. If you're a tenant, you you're not you can't get the job you need to make the money. The bank can't foreclose properly. Now these things are working their way up, but they're still screwed up. It's majorly screwed up. I have not taken a case in landlord-tenant. When they change the law, I'm like, I don't know that off the top of my head. I'm not going to spend my time learning it all over. So what you're saying, Sean, is that squatting is basically legal right now. Well, no, it's not legal, but it's easier to get away with. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not the same as legal. However... To some people, it's exactly the same as legal. Yeah. You know, people who don't um, have empathy or care about other people and want to get as much for themselves as they can, or people that are just dumb and can't play the, by the rules because they're dumb. What are some of the other reasons people would do that? Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Well, they're hiding. They don't. They, right. they don't want to be found, or yeah. they're crazy. Um, you know. <laughs> There's that. So, so <laughs> what you had predicted at the beginning of the pandemic was that things would get out of kilter. You were the first person to tell me that supply chains would be disrupted and this would last for years, by the way, the first person to say it. And, I, I, and now, even though there's a sense of somewhat normalcy, there are a whole bunch of things that are not normal. I was uh, on the way back from uh, the Valley of Fire uh, with Lisa yesterday, and we started listening to satellite radio. And someone was on the radio who I hadn't heard in many years. Um, I don't know how if you're all familiar with her, Dr. Laura. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very much so. (laughs) Are you? Okay. Yeah. Love her naked pictures, by the way. (laughs) Who had the pool? That was a fraction of a second. All right. (laughs) So Dr. Laura Schlesinger is still on the radio. She's on satellite. I did not know that. And she's still a mean 
She's, she's nasty. Nasty person B to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, why anyone would call into her. Uh, it's abuse. It's abuse. But uh, yeah. but that answers it because some people want abuse. Some people pay extra well, for it. So. I think half her callers are into self-flagellation. I really do. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. whipping them. Zip, you, you're, you look great, Zip. That's a much better camera. It's the it's actually the same one I've always had. What happened? Yeah. You got better you lighting. Surgery. Something better. <laughs> oh well, a little better light. No, no. It's and I I told you I upgraded to five G Verizon hey. gateway yeah. internet. <laughs> Your internet is not cutting out. That's good. So anyway, we're we're listening to Doctor Laura, uh, who I hadn't heard in forever, and I assume these were old programs, because no. cheating husbands, kids out of wedlock. Nasty mother-in-laws. I mean, that's evergreen material, right? You don't have mm -hmm. to keep having the same conversation. But no, she's 76 and she's still doing it. And anyway, I'm listening to her program and I, it's entertaining even if you hate her. And I don't hate well, her. Yeah, but she becomes the person you love to hate. I, it, she was, I was like, how long before she lays into this person for how stupid yes. they are? And it, yes. it, it's faster, faster sometimes than Ed was remembering her naked pictures. That's how fast it was. <laughs> <laughs> because, get out of my head. well, like Rush Limbaugh said, drug dealers should go to jail. Drug users should, should you know, be uh, prosecuted. Oxy, and then... by the way, can I have some more Oxycontin, please? Right. Oh, I'm sorry. So, what was I saying about drug dealers? So anyway, so out of the blue, and I hadn't heard her in 10 years. She's in the National Radio Hall of Fame, by the way. She's, yeah. you know, she's a big, she's a bona fide radio star, Dr. Laura. She used to work on uh, the uh, Buzz, which was the FM station at Cairo, where Spike works. And Spike will be on with us shortly. And so uh, anyway, I'm listening to Dr. Laura, reminded uh, just how vitriolic she is. And a commercial comes on. The commercial was for a pandemic-related service for free money for your business if you stayed open and kept employees open during the pandemic. The government trough, I'm sorry, <laughs> is trough the right word? <laughs> By the way, Spike's never got an opinion on politics. Um, is trough there the right is. word, Spike? Yes, I believe when you're talking about hogs and pork, trough would be the right terminology. Okay. <laughs> so, so the commercial basically says that if you... We didn't give away all this money. We found money we haven't given away yet. Come on down to money time. You got here just we, in time. We're running them too. Are you running them too? Oh, yeah. they're everywhere, yeah. Oh, this yeah. shocks me because... The economy is overheated in recovery. The Fed is attempting to put people out of work to bring things into balance. Raise the debt ceiling. And and and, and yet, and, and, but here's the part, the line in that commercial that got me, and you must be 100% familiar with it, Spike, is, and we, you, you front us no money. We just right. take a portion of what we get out of the government trough. Yes, no money up front. We will we will search the government coffers for money you qualified for and get that last heap and help and scoop of cash for you. Sean. Yeah. This is a, a, a residual effect of the pandemic. How can this how can this happen? Well, much like 
Mark didn't do his taxes. Some business owners didn't take full advantage of of the possible money that was out there. Um, although I personally saw a lot of business owners take more than what they probably should have. Um, and it was a little, I mean, I'm in a position where I can't rat them out because, well, they're my clients. Yeah. But nobody's sure listening to this podcast. That was even too much. <laughs> but wait, come on. <laughs> but it kind of burns me a little when they pull this that, shot. that much you, money and just. You can rat them out. You just wake up dead. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'd prefer that didn't happen. You're going to wake yeah. up dead. <laughs> so, so. And by the way, there, this has been in the news. A lot of people uh, lied and got uh, fraudulent money, and we got to go, you know, figure them out. This all happened in the housing uh, crisis too, when the, when banks uh, collapsed in two thousand, or were gonna collapse in two thousand eight. We bailed out a whole bunch of people, and um, you know, nobody had to pay uh, the piper. So this is a this is another residual oh, effect of oh, the pandemic. There, there was somebody who paid the piper, and it was the poor little guy who got yeah. the real high rate mm -hmm. mortgages. Yeah, I believe you his know, name was Spike. Wasn't his name Spike? I think I know that. Guy. <laughs> it, it happened to a lot of people. Oh, and yeah. It was a sad affair. Very you know, sad. Spike once said something to me. Um, it was in his house. It was a house he loved. The housing had collapsed. Is it okay if I tell, tell the story? You probably tell Yeah, it. sure, sure. You were underwater. Mm. And I was like, just declare bankruptcy, walk away and get it forgiven. And I don't know if you remember saying this, but you said, I can't do that. That's dishonest. I signed I a contract. <laughs> I was born to love you. <laughs> you basically said, I made a commitment. To, I'm going to pay my loan. And I'm like, no one else is. And I, I both was impressed uh, with your integrity. And, and laughed at my stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> like those, those, those you know, two like masks, you know, comedy, yeah. tragedy. <laughs> I, I like you too much to say it, so thank you for saying it for me. So, tell, say a little more about that. Well, we didn't walk away from our house when it was underwater because we wanted... And it wasn't about my integrity. I appreciate you remembering it that way. That's kind of you. Head injuries... <laughs> Head injuries last a long time, America. Um, no, the, the deal was my kid was in school and I didn't want to uproot my kid. And I would I stopped there at nothing go. to save our house and made mm. our payments and, and kept going through borrowed from our retirement funds to make our house payments, keep our insurance up to date, which helped when my house caught fire and when yeah. my had my heart attack. You know, of all right. the shit I didn't pay, of all the stuff I let languish, my insurance I never let languish. So there's that. Yeah. But but you know uh, and now we now we've got a million dollars in equity from Go underwater figure. from underwater yeah. when when the everything collapsed in 08 yeah, you know that's that's what's on the other side of the gauntlet let me run it <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i mean you know and and my kid spent her entire educational life in the same house with the same neighbors and the same kids in her class and nice. I would have done it. I, I would have sold the other testicle to do that. Of course, that wouldn't have got her into preschool, but other than nah. that, you know. And your voice would be higher than hers at this point. <laughs> you could sing Castrati, you know, in oh! Italy somewhere. That's a lot higher than that. Well, you did it. And yeah. uh, not everybody was able to stick it out. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of people ended up losing their house anyway. And, well, I mean, if, you, if you're talking I, about, I like, it. fraud, thank you. If you're talking about fraud... Let's go. Let's go to the Pentagon, where thirty percent of their budget is unaccounted for. Right. I mean, thirty fucking percent. Oh, sorry, pardon me. There's an F bomb. Uh, 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 this um, was the first week with no effort. Yeah, sorry, I almost made it. Wait a minute. You work. Two minutes. You work. You work on broadcast radio. 
I gotta, I gotta spit him out now. You're like a snake bite. I, I come to the podcast. I, cut, I got it. my arm. <laughs> okay. And a tourniquet. All right. Oh man. Reset. That never happened. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. No, seriously, okay. the Pentagon can Pentagon can account for like one point three trillion dollars. They just don't know where it went. Okay. <sighs> So, I mean, you know, of course, you know, we talk about people who stole PPP money. They, half of them are on oversight committees right now looking for Hunter's laptop. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> let's save everybody some time. Yes, he's a crackhead who nailed his dead brother's wife. Okay. <laughs> on to bigger things. You know, good Lord. I love how you summarize. Yeah, well, he does have a way. Yeah. He's, he's a yeah. wordsmith. Yeah. Um, he, eloquence knows no end. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this is a nice segue into what we were just going to talk about. And, and, and Spike, I'm glad you're here for this because it, it involves bipartisanship and compromise. Great. <laughs> no, not likely. Shame no. and blame. That's us. Um, it's although it, it, it's related a little bit to politics, but I don't think I don't think it is all about politics. And I want Sean to weigh on this, uh, too. Zip and I were talking about this this morning. And C cuddling from time, the, va the, the value of cuddling, <laughs> fly fishing. <laughs> Please. By the way, uh, anyone anyone who hogs the show, there's a new rule today. He yeah. gets zoomed. You just get this, and you are yes. a solo. Oh, that, that'll stop me. That'll stop me from running up. Oh yeah, that frightens everyone here but you. So I'm not going to do it to you. The, okay. it's the timeout <laughs> square. <laughs> just just sing silver and gold every time he does it. Get him, get him back. Okay. <laughs> so um zip brings this up all the time and, and zip let's let's let you say it. Uh, it you're amazed at the inability of people to tell fact from fiction right i i watch a lot of crime tv right the crime shows and it just blows me away that even though you can have a crime committed on videotape there's a way to defend them and for some reason people are swayed by the lack of facts and i well, just give me an example of what you mean oh, committed on like there's evidence that oh, makes it clear you're doing it uh, yeah i mean essentially it's it they're just swayed by uh by bullshit and and personality and uh, zip just zip just violated oh, the profanity sorry. rule <laughs> I think bullshit. Okay. Silver and gold. So from 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 an attorney's viewpoint, I mean, doesn't does that bother you at all, Sean? You know, to especially the celebrity attorneys, the high profile attorneys. It it does bother me somewhat. Um, I it, it's funny sometimes. I mean, it's just funny it, it when people like, yeah, like believe. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I find it. Yeah, I find it interesting in that people, um, well, they just don't know what to believe. And they're waiting for someone to tell them. They can't well, make up their own mind. There's so a psychological need, to... need. There's a psychological need to re be reaffirmed in what you believe is accurate. Have Already. Confirmation bias. Yeah. To yeah, absolutely. No one likes Jews. That makes it hard to live without. So, so if you get an alpha dog type in a jury room deliberating, that all all bets are off. Correct, that kind of thing. Well, the you know, funny yeah, thing yeah. is, they don't let us in there. That's well, no, true. I'm well, just you know, saying. Well, the movie, the movie Twelve Angry Men, right? Yeah. Imagine, imagine that movie retold as one prejudiced bully. 
who beats <laughs> up 11 other people into believing that somebody is guilty and they find a guy guilty to, yeah. to, to zip's point that's he's exactly right I think that's a pretty regular occurrence. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I, I, I do no criminal law um, it, because I'm kind of a skeptic. I started out oh, in the it, prosecutor's it, it, office. Criminal law, I, sh I should be like this for criminal law. <laughs> yeah. I should blur yeah. my face up for this. Yeah. Gee, Mr. Alexander, I hate to bother you. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, one more thing. One more thing. Go ahead and do more of that. I like that one. Yeah. Before you go, I, you have rose-handled hunting knives in your garage, do you not, sir? <laughs> <laughs> now, you know that rose, rosewood cannot be harvested anymore legally. <laughs> and yet, that was found in the trunk of your car, one of your hunting daggers with rosewood, which was made perhaps six, nine months ago. Can you explain that, sir? Oh, one more thing. No, no. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Uh, yes. A guy with a name like Zip. Can, <laughs> I, do you know any friends that are having specials on uh, uh, name changes? <laughs> All right. Thanks. Um, uh, can I say something about this? Uh, and I just thought of this this second in my most recent conversation with my friend John, the brain scientist. He said something that I think applies here. He said, we think we see with our eyes. We think we feel with our hands. We think we hear with our ears. But we do all of those things with our brain. Ooh, and That's a meme. Well, what it means <laughs> is that, and brain scientists study this, the, and they're studying, you know, fact versus what we perceive. And, and, and so we're emotional. Like, uh, one thing, I have hearing loss. Pretty bad. But, Earth is flat, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> but, but, and I have hearing aids that boost certain frequencies. They aren't the exact correct frequencies, and it does not return any of my hearing. It just helps my brain with intelligibility. And then my brain, if I'm hearing a Led Zeppelin record, perhaps you'd like to do a different impression, Ed. It could be any record. Uh, <laughs> if I'm hearing a song... Spike, you could do this too. Um, I hear it the same way I heard it at 25 years old when my brain and my ears worked perfectly. But what my it's brain does in. is it says, well, the ears are not giving us all the information. So we're filling in what we know it should be. And when it comes to the news, when it comes to politics, when it comes to the, these Dateline uh, true crime shows that Zip watches... <laughs> People out there aren't aren't you know they don't have lawyers spend hundreds of hours and tons of time gathering tons of evidence, but you only have time to think about what you want to think about and hear what you want to hear and make a decision, and you're making it I think with your emotions with your brain what it thinks it should be based on what's presented. One of the things you said to me earlier today, Zip, was that, and then Sean, you can comment on this. Um, a great attorney, or I should say a really skilled one, can take someone who's got a videotape of them axe murdering their wife <laughs> and come up with a plausible reason why that's not what happened. Reasonable Sean. doubt, yes. Yes. Deep fake, I'm telling you. Do you know what they can do with digital media these days? That could be anybody. 
I mean, it could be his head planted on another body for that murder scene. It could be part of a high school play that somebody just transferred onto there, for all we know. Do you hear me, ladies and gentlemen of the jury? Do you hear me? Do you feel me? I feel you. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. I'm sorry, uh, Ed, Ed cut you off, but go ahead. No, no, I, I, I was just saying that what he's describing is is the idea of reasonable doubt, is to bring that reasonable doubt. Most of the time, I work in civil cases, and we our standard is not reasonable doubt. It's a preponderance of the evidence, and that just means more. You know, I have more. That's I've, why... That's why O.J. lost in the civil case. But and, and Zip, you you mentioned O.J. right? That's why That's he right. lost in the civil case. Lost, lost, but, lost the criminal case. Yeah, he won the criminal case. Lost the civil. He yeah. was found. Couldn't, they was found not guilty, and right. he wasn't guilty. And then he was libel on the other right. one. And and the libel one is is he, he owes the money, and that's the preponderance of evidence standard that I normally work with. If I if I okay. can get three witnesses to something or three sets of documents, I'm better off than with just two, even if they well, all well, say the same thing. Well, but Bob, but Bob's talking about something much, much more dark and dangerous. I understand. It's not, it's not even, re, it's not even reasonable doubt. It's not, not believing your eyes anymore. It's right. you know, don't, don't believe, the, don't believe what your eyes see and what your ears hear. It's just what the and, dear and, leader tells you to believe. And, and the court system has <clears throat> a process to deal with that. And, and if, if the jury finds opposite of what the actual evidence shows, the judge can overturn that type of verdict. You have to you have to make that move. Totally you have to right. ask for that when that happens. But it does. There's a process there, and and uh, lawyers know this. Um, but you you would ask for a, a verdict, notwithstanding the jury's Sh outcome. And Sean, that's is because that they did. Go ahead. Is that why you cut lawns for the Majesties on the weekends to gain favor? I, I wash their boats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I served right. a potato. Good uh, smash. A moment how ago often, we heard. How often, how often does yeah. that happen, though, Sean? I'm just curious. It's extremely rare. Yeah, I yeah, thought It's so. extremely yeah. rare because the jury has to be bullied like we were just with the 12 angry yeah. men. The jury has to make a decision that's opposite to what the facts say. And and then the judge can overturn that, but never happened in, in anything that I've had to do. Hmm. I've never seen it. I do want to shout out to Amy Ulan who just uh, commented for us as well. Uh, she you, uh, uh, is a uh, listener of the program for many years ago. She's on point. Uh, yeah, she says our brains are powerful, which is why visualization works. In other words. It, I don't think we all even have an idea how powerful our brain is. I think uh, the brain has amazing healing powers that we haven't harnessed. I think that we can talk ourselves into anything, sometimes good, sometimes bad, if we want to, bad enough. And I think that, and this is why I worry about chat GPT and artificial intelligence and um, the ability of um, our, I, I believe the human behavior code is, not that difficult, especially if you have, like, for example, I, do, I could not beat a computer at chess. No. Uh, and almost no human being could. And yet, um, everything today. It. You can? I could do it. Howard Stern. I, you, yeah. I, play, I play chess all the time. I could do it. Trust me. Yeah. Although you could, you could beat a chessboard with a computer, Bob. See? <laughs> you could do that. Um, not anyway, the park, the, though. The point is, is that our behavior is way more predictable than we think yes. with outside stimulus. 
And I think that uh, we don't have enough emphasis on taking charge and being in control of our own lives. And, and really, it's a to- terrible business model <laughs> for being anybody a beta? out there yeah. that well, wants to well, make money off of us. Well, Bob, first off, you may not be able to play chess, but you can talk to people and you can talk them into doing things. And that is much more valuable. I, and when I rest can... my case. Look at this. Look at this book of collection of uh, people on the screen. <laughs> Band of idiots. <laughs> well, and, and what I was going to say yeah. is that there are certain things that we do to help with what we call mind control. Yeah. And it's plain and simple. And so if we have people repeat the same things over and over, if we have them stand up and sit down at the same time, if we have them listen to what we say and then repeat it back to us. Mm-hmm. Those are all classic things that we We've do imp- to, to help them understand. And perhaps we could come up with a hypnotic device. <laughs> to control <laughs> no, their thoughts. Yes. They would to limit f- what they see. We, but we, we've been doing that in radio. We've been employing those techniques by telling everybody that we're number one, you know, because if you say it enough times, they will eventually believe you, even if it's not true. That's gentle <laughs> That's compared true. to what I think can happen now yes. and be thoroughly automated by, you know, I, but, but you're right. Madison Avenue has been in the business of convincing us that Terryton is way, better. It, Charcoal it's, it's is way why. older yeah. than yeah. Madison Avenue. It's, it's, yeah. It's, and, and way more dangerous than Madison Avenue too, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the new stuff. Yeah. I think maybe, I mean, I think so. Um, well, okay. So, but it's, it's been around a lot longer. Churches do it. Yeah. They get, oh, yeah. Sing the it's same song. Indoctrination. Right? Sit down. Yeah. That's right. And they and they tell you to believe it. Hey, churches hey. got you to elect a president who's uh, cheated on his second or third wife while she was pregnant and uh, oh, he, paid a porn che- star. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. churches could get you to do that. Don't know An why. axe murder should be easy, right, Sip? We ever elected this guy, Stormy yeah. Daniels. <laughs> All right. Uh, very good. Last last thing, um, and we are going nice and long today. The last thing I, I, I wanted to do was just a quick health update, because people do ask me from time to time. And it's I'm all fine. Good. Thanks for asking. That, good for you. <laughs> Actually, I, I, you, you're my heart attack friend. Are you good? Is everything good? Every day above the grass is another good day. Bob. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Look at him. Uh, I mean, and Zip, you've had a year. Yeah. It's pretty good right now, right? Zero, zero effects. Yes. Very fortunate. Uh, Sean Alexander, you work hard helping people. And I think it keeps you healthy, right? That uh, and the Lipitor, right? And my wife cooking. Yeah, I, She's very healthy cooking and walking and all that. That's all good stuff. Ed Kelly, uh, you have found that by being with someone one third your age, you have I to find it. You're as young as the woman you feel, Bob. <laughs> yes. uh, the twentieth is three years. You know, three years. <laughs> anyway, my news plus, is all. Plus, all... constant body cavity searches at the border will keep a man young. <laughs> it stimulates yeah. the colon. Yes. Customs know when Ed has polyps before any doctor will. They, they always blow me a kiss when I leave, though. A case of border polyps. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> border polyps. I'll just say, I'll just say, I'm fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> good. no, 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 no. We've got, we've, we've got time, Bob. We've got no, no. time. Oh, He's so fine. That's it's great. it's all been amazingly good, and I'm uh, uh, very blessed. Um, yes. In fact, what we notice is as we're getting older, we're more dealing with 
other people departing. I mean, you know, Jimmy yeah, Carter yeah. is is um, hospice. obviously in hospice at the moment. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, but literally, I've had to think in my even just planning and budgeting for trips I'm going to have to make that are you know not vacations let me put it that way right yeah uh, when people, flowers won't do yeah and people are resting in peace anyway so it, uh, someone asked me that does that mean we're old or is there more death that was you zip this morning we were talking spoiler yeah. alert we're old uh but well, and there's handle, more death i'm gonna say yeah. baby the baby boomers swell is also you know yeah, we're dealing with yeah. okay that's it well. yeah there's more of us yeah. than the than the millennials and the and x's wedding, and the y's I, I was always taught weddings are optional, funerals are not. You know, I like to bring my friends flowers <laughs> while they're while they're living. <laughs> you know, I really do. Yeah, uh, yeah. You do just show just show up. You know, it, it's not so much for the deceased as their family, their kids, their friends. So I was thinking. I agree with you, by the way. I think the weddings are. I, I mean, there's so many things that are important. The grandchildren. I, I was at a daddy-daughter uh, dance. By the way, dance, I felt yeah. I felt like you, Spike, because I've I've never had daughters, um, and they're you know they're uh, six and eight years old, and um, you know it's a dance, and their dad was hurt. He had back. I think I talked about this last week. He had back problems, and. And I was just watching like multiple generations. What's that song? My little girl's life, or whatever that is. A and, man in my little girl's life. My <laughs> yeah. And um, it's just fascinating to be a part of a generation. And then, like now, if I think of any actor that I thought was hot, I go, I "Wonder what she looks like now at sixty-five." I, I saw, I saw a picture of Carly Simon the other day that broke my heart. She it's saw a picture Tina. of you. It did the same thing to her. She I know. Like, what happened? I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not claiming any high ground <laughs> okay. here. I'm I'd rather, just saying, you know, I'd rather she I'd rather... go that way than Madonna, who looks like a Roma tomato. Well, <laughs> but Madonna is Janice from the Muppets band. Okay. Okay. Come on. No. Yeah. She right, is. We are Look at them side by side. I'm telling Choi you. If you're still with us, by the way, we're really classing it up right now. Um, <laughs> we're, we're so woke. Welcome to the woke show, folks. Yeah. Uh, but also, I saw Goldie Hawn shot the other day with what's her uh, what's her, her daughter? Yeah. Kate Hudson. No, her Kate, Kate Hudson. Kate yes. Hudson and um, Russell. Kurt, uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Thank you. And great family. And I'm like, they got old, too. I mean, I literally when I see the pictures, I'm I, I'm almost surprised because you remember yeah. the TV version. I do. That's and that version, they, yeah. absolutely. that version, that version, your brain, young. Your, your brain will fill in those versions too. So you know, you know, <laughs> that's great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't, need to, you don't, need, don't need to carry Gilligan's Island into the shower. Mary is waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, uh, God bless you all, and every day is a blessing, and it's it's a, amen. It's, Except when it's thrilling to be, see, uh, it's thrilling to be here. Um, well, hold on before you leave. Uh, that yeah. that last text is so true that women aren't allowed to age gracefully in Hollywood. Yeah, Sean Connery, yeah. Sean Connery was farting dust and was still distinguished. What's your problem, yeah. you son of a bitch? Absolutely. I'll cut you in two and. Eat your liver yeah. for lunch. 
I do think that more women do a better job of aging and the guys just let themselves go because we think we have that guy permission to look like crap. Um, you know, I, um, one of my Facebook friends is, um, a gal who we interviewed many years ago and she was the playboy playmate of the month. I don't know if you remember her and she was on our show and she was from Washington mm -hmm. and, um, and she turned in, and by the way, she's still on the Facebook and turned into this real, and I don't know her personally or anything, but, you know, she, and so many people I know, and this could be that we just put really fantastic Facebook pictures up too. I, I don't do that. <laughs> There's a lot of Photoshopping going on. I don't have any. Um, no, but I mean, there's this thing like, do you care? I mean, some people are vain. Some people do care. Uh, I don't like I have friends who who will be apologetic and say, ah, you know, I've just uh, time has been. And go. I go, I don't care. You are you. You are this person. And like what Spike said, my brain, um, this is one gala that, I, that uh, was a friend of mine in high school. And she looks great, by the way, but she doesn't think so. And I said to her uh, last year when I was uh, making maple syrup, we, we had a visit and, and I said, you're always going to be 16 to me. And that's true. Always, always. And even my wife, uh, Lisa, is, you know, there's a, pic a few pictures of her I have vacationing on an island where clothing was optional. Mm. <laughs> And I Man, tell her. Coming up next week on Pop and Zip <laughs> Show, we're going to unzip with Ed Kelly and, <laughs> and pictures from Bob. Look, you all have you all have mates that you love, and so you probably know exactly what I'm saying. To me, yeah. she is that photograph, no matter what. Um, and uh, you know, we are given this. My uh, my a uh, twelve step sponsor used to say, "This body that we're in is a spacesuit." And we get to wear it for a period of time, uh, but it's just a spacesuit. It's not who we are, and uh, and so I, I'm I'm embracing the old. I'm embracing. Hey, it's a surprise. I'm getting to do it. Well, so, your, uh, your friend yeah. Spike is not for damn sure. He just yeah. finished taking a side out of me. Pull it a anyway, and chop your head off. Good health and be and the best to everybody. Make every day count. All right. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Christopher. Everybody else who's tuned in. Remember, you can watch the show on demand anytime. Uh, and we did a thing earlier about how if you watch it on YouTube um, and like and subscribe, um, it's a little easier than digging through all these Facebook posts of what people had for dinner and trying to go back days. <laughs> Uh, if you're looking for it. And also you can sign up uh, for our email at uh, bobrivers.blog and we'll nag you. But we we do not spam you. And let me make this promise. No, maybe I'm not going to. I was going to say we will not sell your information no matter how much is offered. But yeah, I mean, I don't, nobody's offering anything yet. And if uh, you but, want me to answer your phone, you better make it short. <laughs> that's the other thing ed kelly will be happy to do a phone message uh for you guys if you uh go to the patreon.com slash bob rivers and uh, throw some money in the tip jar it's not here call back now shut up 
<laughs> Whatever voice, run through a couple of your voices. What else you got? You got Mr. Haney's always one of my favorites. Now that's an oldie but a goodie, right, Arnold? Well, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If it's your friend Bob. Excuse me. If it's your friend Bob. He's not here right now. How about Dr. Smith from Lost in Space? Oh, dear, than... don't ask me to do that voice. Oh. <laughs> Bob and Zed Show with Dan Kelly. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week.